What's up, everybody, and welcome back to Baseball Connection. So, a nice weekend of playoff action has come to a close. We will do a bit of a roundup. But before we get into those playoff games, we have some news from around baseball that we should get into. You know, also, we have to remember there are always going to be some some reports here and there, maybe managerial news, news that teams are doing, uh, just baseball news in general. So we'll cover that whenever we can. And there's some opportunity to do so today. So I will start with a report saying that the Padres are expected to interview Mike Schilt, but not planning to interview Ron Washington. So Mike Schilt is the guy who just got fired from the Cardinals job, basically. A lot, a lot of people didn't understand this happened about a week ago because he had so much success. Well, there are a few teams looking for a manager this offseason, and the Padres are one of them. They have now said, yeah, okay, you guys don't want Mike Schill. We'll interview him. We'll give him a chance. And apparently the Padres ex- intend to speak with him, and they're still investigating exactly why he was let go in St. Louis. Um, yeah, a lot of people are still confused. I, I did see some rumors saying that, you know, so – it was the statement by the by the general manager or owner or whatever, president of baseball operations, was that it was due to a philosophical difference. But I did see some rumors saying that apparently the Cardinals front office wanted to fire some coaches on Mike Schilt's staff who were not, you know, who were not really hip with the analytical side, you know, the analytics. And then Schilt tried to stick up for his guys and say, oh, don't keep these guys around. And then the front office said, OK, you're gone, too. We want everyone to leave if they're not going to buy into this whole, you know, analytics stuff. That's that's a rumor I saw, but it's not really been concerned, uh, confirmed. But Mike Schilt definitely fits the mold of what the Padres have been focusing on. I mean, that that's they, – they want someone who with, with a proven track record of winning. That's exactly what he's done. And Schilt seemed as safe as any manager in baseball after he led the Cardinals to a 90 – win season and, you know, big win streak, but, you know, nobody really knows exactly what happened. And apparently the Padres' former manager, Jace Tingler, may have actually played a role in the reported clubhouse tension in San Diego over the final few weeks of the season. So we'll see where that goes. In other news, some actually really big developments about the league in general. So first of which is that Major League Baseball, is going to require their teams to cover housing costs for minor leaguers next season in 2022. That's obviously very big. You know, many of us have seen the pictures and heard about the really subpar housing conditions that minor leaguers have to live in because they've always been responsible for their own and they don't really get paid enough to live. So they'll be living maybe, you know, four or five guys to an apartment, you know, sleeping on air mattresses and you know, things like that. And the complication is also that, you know, let's say you have a guy who's playing in in double A and then he gets promoted to triple A. Well now he has a conundrum because, you know, they have to go month to month leases because they, they, they're never guaranteed to be somewhere for maybe six months at a time. So they're not really sure if they can sign a long term lease, which is where the cheaper deals come from. So it's even more expensive for them. And you know, up until this season, you know, minor leaguers were making, I mean, they still don't make enough. They got a bit of a raise this year, but they were, they were not making much. You know, I'm talking like, 
depending on the level, between like $1,200 to maybe $2,000 a month for most of these guys. And they only get paid for the six months of the season. So these guys are really living off their signing bonus. Obviously, you know, when you're, you're making you know, less than ten grand a year for playing baseball, um, in most cases, that's not going to be enough to live, right? You're, you're living off the signing bonus that you got when you were drafted. Everybody else who didn't get a big signing bonus, they're just, you know, they're probably working jobs in the offseason or they're depending on family. So Major League Baseball is trying to make steps in the right direction. Not really sure what took them so long because this has been a this has been an issue for a long time. This is not new for decades and decades, but for some reason they're they're just finally waking up to it. But I guess it's good that they're doing it now. And then also there was another report yesterday saying that Major League Baseball is looking into providing a streaming service that would allow fans to stream their home team their home team's games, like, within market. So, basically, you know, MLB TV, you can watch out-of-market games, which means a game outside your geographic region, and then, you know, you pay that for the season. You watch every out-of-market game because they, they can't take away competition from the local, um, you know, broadcast companies, cable companies, whatever you want to call it, or networks, the, the local TV networks. However, now Major League Baseball is saying that they're going to have a service with that lets you watch your home team. So basically, it's MLB TV blackouts removed. But it's not really MLB TV blackouts removed because you only... So let's say you live in San Diego. If you live in San Diego, you will get all Padres games. And that's it. Padres games and nothing more, <laughs> I guess. But they're saying it would be somewhere between like 10 to $20 a month. So, I mean, what fans really want is they want the full package. They want, you know, MLB TV minus blackouts. I mean, there may or may not be some ways to work around that, but I, I'll uh, <laughs> I'll leave that up to you guys. I'm not really going to get into the details because I might get in trouble for saying so. But it's still a step in the right direction. MLB realizes they want more viewers. They need more viewers, right? And if this is something people are clamoring for, letting people being able to watch their home team without having to buy a full cable subscription, which could cost a lot more, maybe, you know, $80, $100 plus a month. If they only care about watching, you know, their home baseball team, they could pay $20 a month and have that. That's something MLB is looking into doing. It would be the first of its kind among all these major sports. You know, there's NBA League Pass, which has the same issues as MLB TV, as far as I'm, as far as I'm aware. So it'll be the first of its kind and another step in the right direction. Now getting into playoff baseball. So the Braves won yesterday. They got a nice victory, a big victory. I mean, they, they're doing all the things. They just never quit, do they? I mean, they were they were down four to two at some point. Honestly, I was like, okay, yeah. And once they once they were down four to two, I was like, okay, LA is gonna close this out. But no, they they came back and they ended up winning this game. Another walk off win, and now they have a two zero series lead, a commanding lead. Obviously, it's far from over, and there's plenty of baseball left. But that's what they want to do. They want to defend their home field. Now they'll go to L.A. for three games. And they'll try to maybe steal one out there. But the Braves are off to a good start in the NLCS. Dodgers, not so much. You know, losing late in the game like that is, you know, it's it's rough. But that's what happens when you go on the road. You have to score early and often. But the 
Dodgers haven't been scoring early and often in these first couple games. So we'll see what happens here. But Atlanta is in a very good position. Jocktober continues. Mark Peterson got the Braves on the board with yet another home run. We know, I mean, we've said it time and time again, but we know this dude is is the perfect platoon partner, right? He's a perfect platoon guy for hitting right-handed pitching. That's what he does. He has power from the left side, and he will hit righties like, like he's angry. You know, it's crazy. He has a lot of pop, and he did it off of Max Scherzer yesterday to tie the game. And then, you know, they went down 4-2, but then a little rally there aggressive send by Ron Washington to score Eddie Rosario. And then, you know, Eddie Rosario ends up hit, later hitting a walk-off single up the middle a bullet, went, which went under the glove of, I believe, Corey Seager. I actually thought Seager should have, should have come up with that, even though it was hit very hard and it was ruled a base hit. But, yeah, it is what it is. And the Braves run all the way home. Dansby Swanson comes in to score the game-winning run. The Dodgers are now trying to figure it out. What are they going to do from here? You know, you lose the game with Scherzer on the bump, but don't count them out. I mean, th- like I said, the series is far from over. It's just a very good start from Atlanta, and it's everything they could have hoped for at this point in time. So that's where we stand. 2-0 lead for Atlanta in the NLCS. The ALCS will resume today where that thing is tied up. It moves to Boston. We'll see... Eduardo Rodriguez on the bump for the Red Sox. And the Astros will pitch Jose Urquidy. So that's going to be 8.08 p.m. Eastern. Enjoy that game as we head back to the American League side of things. And then we will have, you know, obviously both leagues in action on Tuesday. But that's going to do for today. If you enjoyed this, please share it with someone who would be interested. And we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.